welcome back to Sister Ministry via the podcast where all the men have died. I'm Nina. I'm Katie. And I'm Emily. And tonight we're going to talk about what it's like to live with a tech nerd. But first, we're all very, very sad. Emily, tell us what happened to Peyton. Well, the tragic passing was earlier today... The man went out for some of those funds from Texas Roadhouse, and he just couldn't stop. The paramedics said it was death by carbs. May he rest in peace. Yeah, that that cinnamon butter is just, like, it's otherworldly. I don't blame him at all, honestly. I mean, butter is actually his first true love anyway, so then when you add cinnamon to it, he couldn't. I understand. I'll miss him, but I understand why he had to go. Amazing. All right, Katie. I yeah. Oh, what sorry. happened to Jason? All right, well, you know, like everybody predicted, he uh, therapy wasn't working and he just killed himself. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I have the house to myself. Yeah, he had enough. Yes. I, don't, I don't. I don't know what it was of. It was either of me or of uh, the house drama. But mm-hmm. I'm a solo homeowner now, and I'm probably. I, I, I'm happier than I thought I would be. So, Nina? Well, <laughs> a, a solo, uh, an empty house is pretty nice sometimes. Yeah. And think of all yeah. the wood you'll get to chop by yourself. <laughs> I will be the buffest woman you've ever seen, honestly. <laughs> Did he leave a note? Um, was he considerate enough to leave a note? He was, but he blamed me. So, oh, oh. the oh. guilt is a—it's uh, a—it's a little oh, jarring, no. but it burns. It burns a little bit, but I—I'll make it through. You know, I'm still good friends with his family. Life is okay. They know he's a little dramatic sometimes, and he just took it a little too far. So good, good, good. <laughs> and thankfully, we all have managed our grief well enough that we can step in and host and co-host the podcast this evening exactly exactly Mm -hmm. nina (laughs) yeah so i came home from work the other day and uh he was half of his head was kind of like stuck in the paper shredder i think his dreads got stuck in there (laughs) in his panic didn't realize he could just unplug the darn thing oh man and it was it was pretty gruesome yeah. Oh no! I'm... And now I have to. Now I have to go find another paper shredder. So fuck my life. <laughs> I'm just sad because you know, like the viewing won't have his beautiful dreads in the picture, <laughs> right? No. Yeah. They're dyed red. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's that's morbid. I like that. That's so gory. Well, it's Halloween almost, so I gotta get in the in the mood. True. It's like it's like a when kids <laughs> dip the ends of their hair in Kool Aid. Yes. <laughs> I never did that, but I was jealous of the kids that did. I mean, me neither, but I think kids these days do. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's just going to be so on trend, you know, at his funeral. It'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Emily, what are you drinking? Yes, tonight I actually um, took a special little field trip this afternoon between shuttling kids to and from school to pick up some whiskey from the liquor store. I usually drink wine, but I've been trying to stay away from carbs and I do love a good whiskey. So for the first time I'm trying Kinsey, which is a bourbon whiskey. It's only aged four years, but it's delicious. And it's actually made uh, here in Philly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Maybe I, I think I've been out of the drinking game for too long. I hear these names of alcohols. And I have no idea what anybody's talking about. Yeah, well, that's going to happen because they keep coming out with uh, new branding, new names. I am, like, huge into whiskey, and I love, like, pickleback shots, so I'm disappointed mm. that there's no pickle juice in the mix, but you do you. <laughs> well, I've never heard of that. Well, so you now have, that you brought it you to have. my attention, I'll have to try it. No, I've never heard of that, ever. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So you take a shot okay. of whiskey, and then you take a shot of pickle juice, and, like, it's just this breath of fresh air that is amazing. Wow. Uh, I, I look mean, forward to trying that. Only if you're a pickle juice fan or pickle fan. Oh, absolutely. But, Love me some pickles. Yeah, honestly, it'll change your life, so. Yep. And Katie, what are you drinking tonight? Um, Not a pickleback shot, unfortunately. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm drinking a gin and tonic, but it's kind of janky. Uh, we didn't have any tonic, so I took... Uh, Lacroix, and I made my own tonic. So it's like, okay, so it kind of works out well. It's a pink gin, which is like infused with grape juice and great. Whoa, whoa, am I okay? Grapefruit and <laughs> and a rose, and then okay. the Lacroix is the grapefruit kind. So it kind of like matched, but it's falling flat a little bit. It's fine. I'm on my second one, so life is okay. And lovely, yeah, that sounds good. How about you, Nina? What are you drinking? I'm drinking water. Oh. oh. I mean, okay. Water is life. Yep. As a true. voice teacher, hydration is extremely important, so I commend you. I mean, hydration yeah. is like a day before or like couple days before effort, so mm-hmm. you're thanking your like future self, you know? That's so true. Yeah. Applause. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so does anybody have any bants? I feel like we have to announce that we're going to bant. Yes. And then, and then say bants a million times. <laughs> it's and then, It sounds bant. too much like pants, and I don't like it, so. No. Is there a word you want to use instead? I don't know. Like, why isn't it called just, like, uh, I guess I, yeah, just banter, <laughs> just, like, the normal word. You could do like a banters the, with a Z. I like that better because okay. I'm just, maybe I, I think I did too much laundry today, honestly. I did like th- three or four loads, dare I say loads on this podcast, but. Oh, God. So I'm just. <laughs> i pants? Yeah. No, it's, it wasn't strictly pants, but some pants. And I'm just yes. only thinking about pants right now. So. Yes. I like a banters. Banters. <laughs> I'm okay with banters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Nina, let's talk about that time that, like, we were playing Pokemon Go, and we tried to open a lucky egg, and then we weren't able to open a lucky egg because I lost service, and then I thought you weren't yes. my friend anymore. You were... <laughs> I really was like, no, no, I, I just, I just felt so bad. I was like, oh, oh. man, I'm gonna go, like, <laughs> hike, and I'm gonna have so much fun, but I also fucked this up, and I apologize, but I it happened. Didn't it work for me? And Did it? Didn't it didn't work for you. I don't remember. I, I mean, wasn't mad. So. I hope it worked for you. All I know was like, I was like, oh my God, I don't have service anymore. And I'm not going to have service for like probably three hours. And that's, that's just a terrible thing. That sounds like a travesty. How was it that you ran out of service suddenly? Well, we were going hiking that day. And oh. um, I was like, oh my gosh, I let my new friend Nina down because... Mm-hmm. We had just, like, played Among Us, I think, together that, like, 
that time we were playing Pokemon Go, and I was like, oh my gosh. That was around that time. Yeah, it was. It was around that time. And, you know, I let you down. So I do apologize. <laughs> no, that, I mean, I don't even play anymore, so. I did notice that. You've been a little yeah. inactive. I've also <laughs> been inactive myself. But here's the thing. At my new school, which I teach at, there's a Pokemon Go, like, gym Mm-hmm. Right at the like the um, basketball court right next to it. So I've been playing a little bit more often because I can just like battle my Pokemon into that gym. Right. And then, you know, get those like 50 coins every day. So right. Right. Wow. I think when you, when the you convenience is great. Right. Yeah. At work, we had two Pokemon stops. Ooh, that's one good. of which was in reach of my desk, so I could just sit there all day and spin the Pokestop. But then when they sent us home, put a lure on that shit. That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, when they sent us home, then it was like, well, why do I need to sign into this thing? There's nothing here. Well, right. so yeah, I just I don't know. In the it beginning kind of, of quarantine, you could walk a long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was about quarantine, but everybody was walking, so. I guess at this point in, you know, COVID land, the walking has stopped. But for a long time, I'm sure you were walking for miles at a time. So yeah. mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I didn't walk. I'm, I'm too oh. lazy for that. <laughs> Never mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. And I, I feel like initially I thought the measures they put into the game such that you didn't have to go out anymore were really neat. Right. But I think, I think it also caused the game to lose a lot of appeal because, like, I think at least for me, a lot of games are social. Like, there's yes. that social component. And, yeah, yep. so that kind of, I don't know, I just lost interest. Yeah, that's fair. But. I feel like it's more effort than it's worth for the most part. I think it's just, yes. like, it depends. Like, once in a while, like, one of my friends from, like, a different part of the country will just be like, do you want to catch this, like, Lugia? And I'll be like, hell Yeah. So then I'll catch it, and then I'll play, like, avidly for a few days, and I'll be like, this is boring. And then Uh I'll just, like, stop. So, yes. (laughs) I agree. Inherently. Emily, have you ever played? I downloaded it and played briefly when I got sick of hearing everybody be so excited about it, and I wanted a part (laughs) of the action. And uh, my kids were more into it than I was, so I found what was happening was we'd be out somewhere and they kept asking me for my phone. So uh, that's that was annoying. not, yeah. that did not work yeah. out well in my case whatsoever. Now that my oldest two have their own phones, though, mm. I might revisit it because it's the kind of thing I would enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah it's a fair. nice family thing. I used to do it with my niece and nephews. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. They, yeah, they used to live closer, so we would do that a lot. It was, it was nice to do with the kids. I'm yeah, a little jealous fun. because all of my, like, goals that are, like, trade one Pokemon or trade, like, three Pokemon, I have zero people to trade with who are, like, mm. actually close enough to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. those goals are, like, non-existent, but it's fine. Because I don't think Jonathan is into Pokemon, and he's just wrong for that, but... Yeah. <laughs> I digress. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brent wouldn't play it with me either. Yeah, I've considered just, like, making a different account from, like, a different email on a different yeah. device. But, like, that sounds too pathetic to do, so... <laughs> I it's might a lot of effort, too. It, it is. I mean, it, it really is. is. Yeah. So, we'll see. Maybe eventually, like, you know, someday my prince will come. Who knows? You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Thank you. Thank you. 
right. So. Oh, uh, did we did we introduce ourselves yet, or am I just wrong? Yeah, we did. Do you want well, to do it again? Well, we said what we were drinking, but we didn't really yeah. say anything personal. Like, yeah, we didn't you know, say, I, like, our names even. Like, I don't think yeah, I said my name, right? Yeah, we should right? do that. We should have done that with our drink. I wasn't even thinking. I think we just said our names, but that's We it. did, yeah. But that's we fine. did. Okay. We did. I think we just didn't elaborate after that, but that's okay. I well, can Katie, just I can just be yeah, mysteriously Katie. Your, that's okay. Like your, I can no, be mysterious. <laughs> no, no, no mysteries. We leave that to the men. We need to be all authentic and out there. So, Katie, you're so tell right. Us a little bit about yourself. Disclosure is important. Um, yep. Let's I hear am, it. Um, my name is Katie. I am Jonathan's better half. I am an educator and proud mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I'm 26, and that's about it. I guess I play Pokemon Go, and yes. I have zero shame. Yes. What is that? What is that song? My name is Dana, 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 because that's what it went right to my head when you said my name is Katie. Hmm, you yeah. said it. You said it just like that. Was she it definitely in that said rhythm it by accident? I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I actually, as a music teacher, am terrible at like telling you what song that is or what artist that is because mm-hmm. most of my music education is like <laughs> in the 1800s. So sadly, that's what I was going to say. Classically trained. <laughs> Yeah, sadly, it's like, you know, the music that is actually most important to our, you know, the genres that are actually, like, pertinent to today are, mm-hmm. it's just, like, gone. It's, like, not there. So, but that's okay. I'll have to try to remember it. We'll add it to the show notes. Yes, <laughs> add it to the notes. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Emily, who are you? Okay, so I've lived twice as long, almost, as Katie. I'm 42. You have so much wisdom, then. It's okay. Well, I mean, life experience is a problem because I'm a know-it-all, but I try (laughs) to keep that backed up because my kids do roll their eyes at me when I try and give them the motherly advice, but in my defense, I'm usually right, so... Hey, back in your day, it's important, okay? When I was a kid, yeah, actually, (laughs) this is a really neat part of my life story. I was born in Washington State. Hmm. About, I think, 45 miles as the crow flies from Mount St. Helens, and we lived there when it erupted. Whoa. In oh, wow. 1981. I was two. And I have some relatives in Spokane, actually. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. part of the country. Oh, my God. We've a few times since we moved to the East Coast, but That's after awesome. um, St. Helens erupted, the economy bottomed out, and my dad was an electrician, and so he couldn't really get any work. So we moved to the East Coast, and I grew up next door to my paternal grandparents near Syracuse, and I mm-hmm. lived there through high school, went to SU for communications, and then um, lived in North Carolina for nine years with my first husband, Jason, the father of Audrey and Alex, who you're going to meet in a minute. And then we moved to Pennsylvania for his job with Merck, and divorced mm-hmm. a year later, and then I met Peyton nerdily enough playing a video game called World of Warcraft. We met playing a <gasps> oh, video game. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, we both had characters on a roleplay server and I had just realized that people actually run around in the video game pretending to be their character and I was obsessed with it. And I noticed oh this character sitting out on a rock on the edge of this little video game town and I landed and I I said, what are you doing out here? Like, And we, the rest is history. This is existential. Like, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I was going to yeah. say, I thought it was cute that Jonathan and I met in high school, but, like, this is different. 
different. Well, <laughs> high school sweethearts would have been ideal. We talk a lot about oh, um, not high school sweethearts, but it's fine. No, that's okay. Well, I got the wrong. You understand how I got the wrong impression. Yeah, it's okay. So, uh, yeah. So I have been married. I didn't, because I was so dissatisfied with my first marriage experience, I kept declining Peyton's very thoughtful proposals. Once he knocked me up, he started proposing regularly (laughs) and I kept turning him down because I wasn't ready. So when our second child together was about two months old, I guess. We finally got married, and we just celebrated our fifth anniversary. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, yeah, I get that. I mean, Jonathan and I recently bought a house together, but I don't know if we're at the marriage state yet. And it's kind of crazy how, like, I don't know, the idea of marriage has changed, you know, yes, maybe absolutely. in the last, like, couple of decades. Yep. Yeah. It's an institution, but it's important, so... Yeah. And it's tricky, too, because at some point, like when we had two kids together, we had that level of commitment. Yeah. So it's just a matter of going down to the courthouse and doing paperwork and then the insurance situation changed. It's also it's just such a formality, too, because, you know, like if, you know, something terrible were to happen in order for you to, like, you know, be present for it or just be in the know, like be able to make decisions like you have to just have that legality in place. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's really unfortunate that, like, you know, that has to be a thing before anything else, you know? That's true. Yep. So anyway, enough about me and my marriage drama. But Nina, should we throw it back to no. you to hear a little bit more about you? Or are you feeling a little secret? It's a love this story. Okay. I'm a love story. Uh huh. Well, yeah. I definitely want to know how you met Brent because when yeah. I met him, did you know him then? This would have been like eight years ago or so. Yeah. Also, no. Nina, we shared a lucky egg together. Like, I need to know more about you. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to share a lucky oh, egg. Together. Oh, my heart. It hurts. <laughs> No, we actually met on Match.com. Fantastic. We are a dating website success story. Wonderful. Yeah. No, uh, that was only two years ago. Yeah. What are we in? 21? So that would have been 2019. Okay. So 2019, you matched on Match. And you pretty quickly felt like this is a neat guy. I want to meet up with him in person. Or did it take a while? No, it actually... Didn't take a while. He had some stuff on his profile that really intrigued me. What was uh, it? Great. I need yeah. to know. What, what, what was it? Uh, am I allowed to share it? I guess the one of the things was that he had dreads because he had done a Nazarite vow. So I don't know was, what that means. Don't yeah, so a Nazarite, it's a biblical vow yeah. that they would take where they couldn't be within a certain distance of something dead. They couldn't, oh, okay. They couldn't cut their hair, mm-hmm. and they couldn't have wine. Okay. But it was just the idea that... Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Does that mean he couldn't go to a funeral? <laughs> Sorry. I, think, uh, I don't mean to I, laugh, but... Eighty coming in hot with a well, real question. My whole thing is like, if I took that vow and my grandma died, I'd be like, bye. Yeah. I'm well, so sorry. Maybe it's a certain number of feet from... Yeah. Uh, I think it's a certain distance, but I don't know what the distance was. I remember him saying it got a little tricky if, like, he came across roadkill or something like that. Right. Like, how far (laughs) can you swerve? Like, if there's a deer next to the, like, can you go in the other lane, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> Yo, unlo- I mean, also, like, no offense, but I guess, like, if you, if there's roadkill on the the side of the road, like, how how long into decomposition can you tell that it's a roadkill? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that is a sticky situation right there. Yeah. Well, but don't nitpick too much because, okay. you know, you could go on oh. all day about the technicalities I just, like, of how far from a death thing you can get. I just think I like death too much. Like, I'm a true crime drunkie, so, like... I love that, too, yeah. But, anyway, go ahead. Okay, Nina, we're sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, Nina, I, I digress. Some more. We're digging this. <laughs> I, it just appealed to me for somebody to actually kind of act out what they believe in, you know? Yes, that, absolutely. Um, yeah, so he just presented as a really strong character in that way and it really intrigued me to kind of understand you know why he did it what he got out of it that kind of thing so when I met him I wasn't even necessarily looking to date him or you know anything like that it was just I wanted to know that story yeah so and it's kind of funny if he had left it in my court I probably would not have talked to him again okay because he talks a lot like a lot I don't know (laughs) and it was exhausting but he did he did text me, and we kind of, we kept it going, and he's a good guy, so. Yeah, yeah. I love that you were so intrigued by him that you literally went on a date with him because you wanted to know more, and that's really cool. Yeah. All right, so are we ready to talk about living with nerds? Yes, I actually have Alex right here if you want to talk to the stepdaughters first, and then we can do our discussion. Sure. Okay, here she is. Just put the headphones on, and then um, you'll be able to hear Nina and Katie. Introduce yourself. Hi. Hi, Alex. How are you? Hello. So, what is it like for you living with a tech nerd? I don't know. Tell them about yourself. Okay. Anyway, my mom told me to tell you guys about myself. So, I am 11, and I play the French horn. (gasps) Above the piano. Amazing. I'm a music that's... educator, so that's impressive. French horn is way harder than trumpet. So if you have any friends who play trumpet, let them know that. My okay? sister plays trumpet. You can mm-hmm. let her know. <laughs> are you like a general music teacher? Are you like band orchestra? Yeah, so I am like a vocalist by trait, so I'm a choir director for the most part. But I did take a French horn class, and I also... um dated a a French horn player, so I do know (laughs) that it takes a lot of ear skill to play French horn versus trumpet. I took both the French horn class and the trumpet class during college, so I'm just saying. Have you you tried trumpet as well, or just French horn? So basically, my sister, in my school, when third grade and up, you can play in band, so... I, ever since Audrey got her instrument, I've always begged her to let me play the trumpet, but she never let me. And then she started begging me to play the French horn, and I was like, girl, (laughs) but uh, I let her. We did a little swappy swappy for like a minute, and then she freaked out because I used her mouthpiece. Like, what do you think I was going to do? Amazing. Wait, so my question is, do you play it in the same band? Not anymore. She oh, plays okay. in the middle school band. I play in the elementary band. Okay. But we will next year. I will say, as like a music educator, yes, the 
band always needs a French horn player. Like, almost always people are like, oh, I want to play trumpet, I want to play flute. Nobody wants to play the French horn, uh-huh. but the French horn is, like, way harder to play. And you need students who play the French horn, so, like, you amaze me. Keep doing what you're doing, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, there's like 32 alto saxophone players. Oh my god. Everybody plays the saxophone. They're like, this will make me cool like Kenny G, right? <laughs> and, the, and the band director's always like, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's like five, no, four French horn players in the 300 kids that play in band. So. That's a lot I'm of kids. Rare. That is a lot. Yeah. No, you're you're awesome. You are literally you're pulling the weight that nobody else wants to pull. Okay, <laughs> like you're amazing. Yeah. Well, anyway, back <laughs> to Tech Boy. Payton, your step down. Yeah, they know I that. Like, well, I like Tech Boy better. Like Tech Boy is good. <laughs> <laughs> she said she likes Tech Boy better. Okay. <laughs> anyway, well, oh yeah, the time I got my phone. So basically, I got my phone, right? So then we strutted into the car. No, in the store, Chris got so mad because the, like, guy made him set up the Wi-Fi in the store, and he wanted to do it. So once he got in the car, he started complaining to me, like, I, why did he make me do that? I want to set up the Wi-Fi. He is so mean. And then... <laughs> We're going to talk about the drive-thru ordering. Yeah. But, yeah, so then he spent literally 40 minutes in the parking lot playing on my phone. And then he got, and then I forgot my <laughs> Gmail, so I had to look it up on my old phone. And he got livid. He was like, why did I don't know your Gmail? But, yeah. So, so, so it sounds like he's pretty sensitive about his tech stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the bottom line. I mean, my question actually was, what drive-thru were you in? Because that's important. (laughs) (laughs) No, all... Well, that specific time when we were setting up the phone, we were, like, in the first lane outside of the, like, T-Mobile store. Oh, But as far as, like, the drive-thru goes, almost every single one. Like, it'll be, like... Once so, a year when he doesn't complain about drive through people. So it doesn't matter if it's McDonald's or Starbucks. Like, who no, cares? No, he'll okay. find something. I used to work at McDonald's, so um, I'm a little offended, but it's okay. Listen, we try, we try hard to get the sauce right, okay? We try. Yeah. His biggest thing is when people, like, keep asking him what... Does he want anything else? Like, after everything he says, he's like, we have six people in the car. We have a minivan. They can see that. Is that, like, a rule that you have to follow? Um, no. Well, okay, so so the rule is that, like, you ask, are you done or is there anything else until they say no. So if he doesn't say no, then, like, how would they know? You know? (laughs) So... He just needs to be like, I'm I'm done. Like, that's it. So, like, when I order, I'm like, I want a Big Mac. I want this. I wait. And then I want this and this. I wait. And then I say, 
I want this and that's all. So he needs to like figure out when to say that's all and then he won't be upset anymore. <laughs> yeah, he needs to step up his drive through game. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, because listen, I am normally a one-person car and I order a lot of food. So they keep mm-hmm. saying, do you want anything else? And I say, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he just needs to know when to say that's all. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think you're good. You ready to turn over to Audrey? My sister named Audrey. And she said that I was the drum roll and she was the kaboom. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> Audrey's the trumpet player, right? Because that is some trumpet player stuff to say. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I feel like that's half her personality. She's like, bum, 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 bum. Nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting you, Alex. Thanks for joining us. Much respect for the French horn playing, okay? It's hard. That is hard work. <laughs> Well, that's a rude introduction. Okay, listen, trumpet players are also impressive, okay? Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you also, okay, listen, you also need some very good ear skill to play trumpet. Okay? Yeah. Do you play in the jazz band or no? Am I wrong? No, I play in the concert band and then this winter wait, I'm wait, going- Wait, wait, Who is oh. typing? They can, I am. Edit it out. Okay, I'm so yeah. sorry. No, that's okay. I just wanted to make sure. So you play in the concert also, band? also, oh, if I were Jason, it would sound like this. So <laughs> we're good. Amazing. I didn't know that. That my boyfriend was extremely <laughs> obnoxious. But um, anyway, so you're saying you play only in the concert band and not in the jazz band? Yeah, I play in the concert band, and my school okay. has a jazz band and a wind ensemble which is another group so i will say you should play in the jazz band jazz band is super fun i used to sing for a jazz band yeah oh yeah i think because i don't know i think jazz band maybe started already or something but Hmm. or they had auditions already but this winter i'm gonna audition for the wind ensemble because they get to go to like this concert thing at dorney park Ooh, yeah, or wind ensemble is always kind of. fancy. Always fancy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're traveling somewhere, you know? Yeah. So, yes. Audrey, what do you yeah. think about Katie's comment that Trump horn or French horn is more difficult than the trumpet? I think it's true. I okay. think that because on the French horn, there are less. I feel like. There are a lot of different notes that have the same fingering of it, so it's more difficult to hit the notes. While on the trumpet, a lot of the notes have more, like, variety of the different valves you're using, so I feel like it's just easier to hit the notes on the trumpet. Okay. So, what do you want to say about living with a tech nerd? It's... Sometimes it's really weird, because... When I first found out that how my mom and my stepdad met was through a video game, I sort of had to take a second to be like, what are you talking about? Like, my mom told me that. I'm like, that's it's kind of weird. But, okay. It's becoming more common, though. Yeah. And um, it's really funny because it's almost like when I know a lot about something that he feels like he should know more about as a nerd, he sort of tries to act like he knows more about it. Like, I am really into speedrunning video games, like Super Mario Brothers and 
Minecraft mainly, so I'll be talking about something about that, and he'll try to outsmart me and act like he knows more about it than I do when he clearly doesn't. How do you speedrun Minecraft? So, in Minecraft, when you're s- the main speedrunning category is to end, you need to beat the Ender Dragon. Okay. So, people will, they have, like, different techniques of, like, I don't know. They're, they try to build, like, they have a technique to build another portal where they can do it in, like, one second where they use a lava bucket and a water bucket and they can build it really quickly. And it, stuff like that, they just have different tricks. Okay. I forgot about the Ender Dragon. When I think of the game, I just think of building. I don't actually think of going into the nether. So when Hayden tells you that he's better than you at these things, does he actually (laughs) sit there and do it and show you that he's better? Or is it all just talk, talk, talk? It's, um, well, he is better than me at a lot of games, but I feel like when I am better at something, he tries to talk and act like he knows more about it. Like, I'll be telling him, like, oh, there's, like, this uh, different category. There's, like, a uh, the low percent speedrun of Zelda Breath of the Wild actually takes, like, 24 hours because of the glitch they use. And he'll be like, oh, really? Well, I know every <laughs> single one of every single Dungeons & Dragons page of all of the books, and I have all these collector's items mm-hmm. and stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that, like, what are you even talking about? This is, <laughs> like, you're just trying to outsmart me. Mm-hmm. This, this sounds like a troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes. And, uh, another thing is he's a really big Marvel fan, and up until this spring, I had never seen a Marvel movie before, so... He was super hyped to be able to watch them all with me, mm-hmm. and we were watching them in chronological order, but there were a couple ones that were, I just sort of wanted to skip over yeah. them because- There were so they, many. Yeah, there, there were so many, and they were just, they just weren't as important, so, but he got really, like, he's like, no, we have to watch all of them, Yeah, every <sighs> single, and it was during school, yeah. and so he's like, every single night we have to watch- mm-hmm. One, and we have to watch the whole thing, and... You'd be at it for weeks. Yeah, well, and yeah. after a long night of movie watching, Audrey would leave the room, and, I, and I'd be like, Peyton, you've got to back off. You're going to turn her away from it. I know. Which ones did you want to skip that he didn't want to skip? Um, I... I forget which ones. I think... Like, Thor 2, like, Thor the Dark World, like, that one... Like, they introduced the reality stone, but that one wasn't quite as important, because I already knew, like, all the infinity stones mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. And he's like, no, we have to watch that. Like, a lot of the um, sequels, like, Iron Man 2 and 3 on our first watch through, we skipped those, but I did go back and watch those, because I really mm-hmm. like the Iron Man movies. But just a lot of, like, the, um, like, sequels of the origin stories and stuff that weren't quite as important to the main story it was leading up to in Infinity War Endgame, but he wanted to watch all of them. He, he's a purist. Mm-hmm. He wants to make sure it's perfect. Oh, and then um, back in June when the new episodes of the Loki series were streaming on Disney+, Plus, every Wednesday we would watch them together at night, and one day, I think it was probably the second to last episode, I was just really excited to watch it. I was really into it. Mm-hmm. And he had work that day, so we couldn't watch it earlier. 
And weren't you off school? Because it was summer? Yeah, I was off school. And you were probably even at your dad's house and you watched it, didn't you? No, I was here. I was at the same house. He was doing work all day. I was free. I really wanted to watch it. And he's like, in the morning, he's, please wait for me. Please don't watch the new episode. (laughs) Pretty please wait for me. And I just, like, I really wanted to watch it. So I start watching it. And then that night, he's about to turn it on. And he's like, did you watch it? And I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. (laughs) And he looks at me. He's like, you did. And he was fuming. He's like, he wasn't even angry. He was just sad. He was like, he was devastated. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a look of betrayal on his face. Like, how could you do this to me? And Audrey was like, sheesh. I can relate oh, no. to that a little bit, though. Like, if it's yeah. if it's a show that I really like, I don't want to be left out either. Yeah. Well, um, that's pretty much all I have about Peyton. And also, my nose just started bleeding randomly. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and so, here's the thing here's is mom. that um, I just have... Ever since I was little, I just get nosebleeds all the time. And uh, so, I uh, last year, I begged my mom, like, Mom, please let me watch Stranger Things. I know you think it's scary, but, like, the girl who has nosebleeds, like, it's super it's cool. Me. Like, please let me watch it. Yeah. And my mom, she hates scary movies. And she, she says to this day, Stranger Things is the scariest things that she has ever watched in her it, life. It was pretty intense. Yeah. The first season was, yeah. Yeah. I think especially because it's <laughs> dealing with kids, right, Emily? That makes it, yeah. that makes it harder. Yeah. Well... Say, say goodbye to the ladies. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Aren't they the best? Thank you. Yeah. You said great. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sitting here watching her talk, and then all of a sudden I see something in her nose, and it started bleeding, and her eyebrows went way up, and mine went way up, and I grabbed a paper towel and handed it to her. Shoo. Yeah, Jonathan has a lot of nosebleeds too, so. Brent does too. I feel that. Really? Crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's a tech guy thing. Maybe. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> Okay, so Emily, do you wanna do you wanna go? Yes, let me go. Okay, so this is Emily's tip. Just the tip. Now we Oh, got... did we forget your tip? Isn't this what well, what was I going to do? I mean, this sounds like the perfect time for yeah, just the tip. Because so. when you said, Emily, do you want to go? Where was I going? You're, the tip was the supposed tip to be after great. drinks. Which kind of... Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. This is you know like... What? This is awesome. We're doing our way. We worked ourselves to the tip. This is the That's tip. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So here's the situation. And I think that some of the listeners of the podcast will be really familiar with this hobby and others will have not heard of it. So my husband, several years ago, he was attending a tech conference in Philadelphia and there was a booth there with ham radio operators. And basically they're long radio wave communication devices that are mostly used in emergencies or meant to be used as emergency communications. If, cell towers and other things go down or crash and any kind of, you know, natural disaster or whatever. This is a proven way to communicate. He has batteries that they can run on. He has solar power that they can run on. Uh, but he, but in order to it. 
Oh, he's so into it. But in order to run, in order to get on the radio, you actually have to have a license. It's sort of like a fishing license, right? You actually have to take a written test that shows that you have a good understanding of law of radio communications because obviously some important people like the NASA space station use the same radio waves and so you have to be cognizant of certain things. Gotcha. So he's gotten into this hobby and as you know tech things like radios can be kind of expensive. So for a while there he had a few high price high ticket price radios on his wish list and then he has a couple of friends that are into it former co-workers and one friend named Jim who was great and gave him some stuff. And then I realized that what these men do with their radio equipment reminded me of what kids do with baseball cards or Pokemon cards where they'll <laughs> trade and barter with each other to get the stuff that they want. And so he just a couple weeks ago had a nerd stop by who was a ham radio operator and he was working. He has his, office set up in our basement and so i was upstairs in the kitchen and he said hey this ham radio guy is gonna come over i told him to text me when he gets here so that i know he's here and stuff and so i just was keeping an eye out for him and i don't think he expected me to be on the back porch (laughs) and i waved to him and he kind of got nervous and like dropped his cell phone in the driveway i was like it's okay (laughs) you can come up (laughs) and then and peyton didn't even tell me but indeed I spied with my own little eyes that they were trading equipment and swapping. Ham radio cards. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Can you imagine? The sketchiest kind of deal, honestly. Yeah, they're just, (laughs) like, I have no idea the money, the monetary value that he has built up in his collection here. He's got, oh, there's one more problem. The car. Okay, now, he's driving (laughs) my Toyota Corolla. (laughs) that I bought when the year before I got pregnant with Audrey. Okay. I bought this Toyota Corolla. So it's like a 2007 year model. So it's on its last legs. It's got probably 150,000 miles on it or more. And a couple of years ago, we needed obviously a minivan because we kept having kids. And he was like on my best day. You know how they know how to approach us when we're in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. So it was my best day. I was in a great mood. Uh, The dude comes to me and asks if he can drill a hole in the roof of the Corolla to install an antenna. (laughs) And I'm sure he did. (laughs) Under no certain terms was he allowed to drill a hole in the vehicle because of resale value. And I listed off all these other reasons why I shouldn't. So he managed to rig up the car with no fewer than three different antennas that have really strong magnets to adhere to the car like the roof of the car has one there's one (laughs) pinned to the trunk and like i go down to um before corona i regularly commute with other residents down to philly for our choir rehearsals and i have two ladies who would regularly ride with me and i drove the corolla and they'd be like um (laughs) I've been meaning to ask you why you have so many antennas on your car. I would ask you too. That would be strange. It was so strange. (laughs) So it's a problem. But as I'm sure both of you know, when your partner is really into something. Yep. 
you love them, you support yeah. them and their hobby. You know, he really enjoys it. He does that. I really enjoy going to sing. And so then he manages the house and takes care of the kids so I can do that when, when it's time to sing. So it all works out. But my question is, were you honest about what those antennas were intended for? <laughs> I try to explain it, you know. A lot of people haven't heard of ham radio. That's funny to me. The problem is, like, the point is, does he need them there all the time? And the the reason that he likes them in, on the car is so that when he's driving, he can turn on his radio in the car and listen to people talk. He has his little handset, and he can communicate with other ham radio operators as he's driving. He just uses his call sign, and then he can say whatever, and... One time I remember I was driving to the grocery store and he had left it on, left the big radio hooked up in the car and it was on. And so as I'm driving to like Wegmans or ShopRite or whatever, I hear these two old men talking to each other on the radio about what style of tablet they use. And so the one guy is like, well, I've got a Android tablet here. And the other man was like, I'm using an iPad. <laughs> What do they even talk about? Like when they're just driving along? Yeah, stuff like that. Like what? Like opinions <laughs> and different. But I mean, the whole point is to be able to connect and communicate in case regular communication lines right. go down. So it's right. so it's kind of like they're just making sure the communication lines okay. are open, make and they sure enjoy they know, doing that. Make sure they yes. know how to use it before the fact. Exactly, and the other thing that they do is they keep. I don't know if Payton would probably, like, roll his eyes at me if he heard me calling it a spreadsheet, but he has some kind of software where he tracks people that he has made contact with over the radio, like their latitude and longitude or what city they're from, and he gets really excited if he connects with someone who's far away. That would be, that would be fun. Yeah. So that's about it. That's my whole tip. Love the one you're with. Yeah. And support their hobbies. <laughs> Even when they stick all kinds of funky things on your car. Even when they put weird things on your car that you have to explain to your girlfriends. <laughs> yep. I mean, I feel like that's like, I don't know, the least of your worries to explain to your girlfriends. So. That's true. I'm impressed. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. It's not really a terrible burden to bear. The neighbor, we have a shared driveway. And the neighbor has this beautiful tree that has grown over the driveway. And when you drive out in the Corolla, you have to go slowly because the branches of the tree that grows over the driveway bend the top antenna backwards. And remember, I didn't let him drill a hole, so it's just attached by a magnet. Yeah. And one day, I forget why I was in such a hurry. I don't feel like it was anything dramatic, but I was probably going down the driveway faster than I should have. And the antenna actually did tip over. Oh, no. And it was still attached by the wire that ran it into the car. So it didn't fall off the car, but it definitely was kind of draping. Yeah. And I don't think I actually admitted that to Peyton. So, honey, <laughs> when you hear this, I'm really sorry. I put it back where it was supposed to be, I think. And you were none the wiser. <laughs> That's right. And none no one died. Until <laughs> <laughs> the carbs. Uh, yep. yep. All that That's right. All that for nothing, because then the carbs got him. <laughs> Okay, so pros of living with a tech nerd. Yes. I don't ever have to worry about charging cables. We have like mm -hmm. three in every room. 
I mean, in my house, Marge, our cat, chews through almost all of them. So, oh, like, no. kind of. But um, it just depends on what mood she's in. But then, yeah. who replaces them after she chews them? Uh, it depends on, like, what product they're for. If they're for Apple products, definitely me. Mm-hmm. If they're not, then definitely Jonathan. Because I think Jonathan is vehem- vehemently against, against uh, Apple products. Yeah. But I am like a non-techie, so I use Apple products almost exclusively. So <laughs> it's fun. Another one and kind of related is I don't ever have to worry about setting up my own electronics, which I can do it, but who right. want, who wants to? Right. All of those cords. I don't, mm-hmm. he, he has ours all wrapped up real nice and neat with uh, zip ties and all of that stuff. It's It's very pretty. Yes, that's called cord management. <laughs> and Peyton, bless him, literally, like, he sounds like he's in physical pain when we're watching a YouTube video and someone is showing their tech setup of their cords everywhere. He's like, oh, God. It is pretty, I mean, I hate that, too. Like, it, it, yeah. it makes me cringe, but I guess it doesn't make me cringe enough to fix it myself. Right. So it's yeah. very true. Yep. Do you guys have really fast and reliable internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part. We used to have, like, a little bit better than normal, but then Peyton kept kind of pushing and hinting that he wanted the fastest that he could get his hot little hands on, and I put him off for a while, and then I couldn't put him off anymore, and I went ahead and said, all right, you know, go ahead and see what you can do. And now we have six kids He's working from home. I'm on the computer and gaming, and, like, we never buffer anything. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, honestly. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's just Jonathan and I, and sometimes there's some buffer. So I don't actually know if, personally, in my situation, I'd agree, but... I think we're trying to make it a reality at the house, at least, especially because we're in the mountains and, like, the internet isn't amazing. Um, So we've been using T-Mobile, like, a hotspot for the internet, and I think we're going to be kind of searching for a backup internet supplier just in case, but... Yeah, that sounds interesting to be way out in the middle of nowhere and have to feel like you can have the kind of internet that he's going to want. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Are your options Uh, pretty limited? Yeah, they are kind of limited. We get a bunch of, like, I don't know, mail solicited to us in, you know, our mailbox. But for the most part, we only have a few options. And uh, so far, T-Mobile has been pretty great, which is good. Um, So I guess there's that. I think the hardest part is just, like, you know, he normally is either, you know, working or gaming. And then I am either working or not here. So if we're both here at the same time, it can be a little challenging, but... Hoping for the best. Hoping for at least, like, two different options. So if we need to, we can kind of, like, split one versus the other, other but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. So yeah. I actually didn't have that one on my mind. That was one Brent brought up. Because, uh, like, I don't understand how he can take credit for the speed of the internet, but it's, apparently he can take some mm-hmm. credit for that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Payton's obsessed with it. Obsessed. He would admit it, too. He'll readily admit. And he's very proud of it. You know, like, when it comes up in conversation with friends or acquaintances, I don't even know the number or what it's called that he has, but he throws it right out there like it's his prized lamb out for slaughter or something. 
We have one gigabyte, apparently. But I told Brent I'd probably be fine with 25 megabytes, mm -hmm. which is significantly less. But then he was talking something about making sure it runs on a one gig LAN or something. So do you, mm -hmm. do you get to hear about all of that, how your whole networks are set up? I He knows that I don't like to hear it. Gotcha. But he has a very frightening stack going on in the basement. And as a matter of fact, when we bought our house, a couple of... Maybe a couple of years after we bought our house in one of these trade with your bros type of situation, you got these huge server rack storage things that were literally, there were two of them and they were the size of a twin mattress. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they were standing upright side by side in the middle of the basement and they were huge and it made me feel claustrophobic and from day one I told them, I don't like this. As soon as you can get these traded out of here, please do. So... After a couple of years, really, of living with them, then he found someone who was interested in them and got rid of them. But he still has a couple of, um, I guess you'd call them server racks with a, tons of wires running in and out and, like, Raspberry Pis that he connects to somehow form what we use as our home network. Yeah. That's about as much as I know. God, the Raspberry Pis. So, There's mm -hmm. a Raspberry Pi to do everything. And mm -hmm. I'm just like... Stop. <laughs> okay, I texted Peyton and asked him what is the speed of our internet called, and he says it's called gigabit. Is it one one gigabit, probably? One? Must be. Yeah, so how they take credit for that, I don't know. The, but talking about Raspberry Pis, mm -hmm. one of the cons in my mind is all of the tech jargon. Yes. Kernels and packets and raspberry mm -hmm. pies, and why mm -hmm. is half of this stuff named after food? Mm -hmm. It's very strange. I have never even heard of a kernel. No, so, you've um, not. <laughs> yeah. and, when, and when you just heard kernel, what was the first thing that popped into your head? All the popcorn that Jonathan eats, because he doesn't eat real food. <laughs> yes. so. I always, every time he says kernel, I just imagine like one of those dried out pieces of corn. Like, you know, that you would feed the cows on the mm -hmm. farm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And I, I mean, in my job, we have plenty of jargon and acronyms and abbreviations, but I feel like a lot of what they call their stuff is just very strange. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I can't even think of a term right now, but half the time he's talking and I just let him go. And I, I, a lot of it goes over my head. And yes. he knows that, but I think he's so used to speaking that language that he doesn't right. stop to translate right. himself for me. Brent will, if I ask questions he'll clarify but then i'm regretful that i asked because right I, <laughs> i'm not trying to go back to college just give me the right yeah just give it to me straight yeah or my other favorite saying is explain it to me like i'm five right right yep. literally impossible for most mm -hmm. tech people so yep, exactly uh, <laughs> another thing was that he's very good at googling mm-hmm which I'm half decent at Googling, but he's really good at Googling. And I think it's, I got the impression talking to him that it's typical of a tech person to, besides Jathan, enjoy reading. Yeah. Because we all know Jathan doesn't read the docs. Right? I mean, uh, I didn't know that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, so there's a lot of times where, because I know he enjoys reading and looking stuff up. Yeah. If I don't feel like it, 
I can just be like, hey, babe, can you find this for me, please? <laughs> yeah. So that's really nice. Oh, yeah, that's a huge perk. Or, you know, just in general, setting up anything that's technical at all. Just, hey, honey, I need help with yeah. this. And he's happy to jump right in and do whatever for me. Yeah. Wait, what the, what? Am I missing something? Oh, no. <laughs> it's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because you're so young, Katie, that you're more technically minded. Because at 42, already, like, my teenager knows more about technological things in her phone than I do. Like, I can hardly even launch TikTok, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fair. I mean, I would not call myself technologically inclined, but I mean... I Compared do use a lot a of technology and yeah. in teaching, I guess. So yeah, yeah, that, but absolutely. I'm definitely not like security privy, which I think uh, Jonathan would or does harp on me for. So right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking yes. of TikTok, initially, you know, Peyton told the girls and me, "Don't touch that app." You know, China, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Okay." So for a long time, none of us used it, and then it's become such a pervasive part of the culture with the kids, like some of the stuff that they watch and do. And it's just like, you miss out on socially a lot of things. If you don't participate. TikTok is important. Yeah. But we've agreed to set limits on it. Like, you know what? Oh, Audrey has something to say. Hold on. Here she is. Um, so about TikTok, there is this like trend on TikTok or something. I don't know. Where kids will steal things from the school. And it's... So, I first started seeing it on TikTok. And I was like, this is weird. Like, who would actually do this? Like, the TikToks I'd see, like, they'd rip the soap dispensers off the wall in the bathroom. And they'd, like, take out all the paper towels. And, like, just little things like that. Or they'd steal a tissue box from the classroom. And I was like, that's weird. Like... What what are they doing? Until it came to my school, and kids started doing it at my school, and so now the girls' bathroom was untouched because the girls weren't doing anything. The boys' bathroom now they have to have the main door to it propped open at all times just so they can make sure there's no devious stuff going on in there, where kids will steal the soap and different things. And the challenge is called. Devious Licks, which is a very weird name, but <laughs> when they'll they'll steal something and they make a TikTok of it, they'll like record themselves unzipping their backpack and showing like the hand soap or whatever, and they'll say just hit a devious lick, and uh, it kids um it's gotten worse and worse. So at my school, probably <laughs> some of the weirdest things that have happened is. One kid stole one of the teacher's keyboards to their computer and put it in their backpack. And uh, then uh, one of the kids in the girls' locker room, like, took off one of the stall doors and hauled it into one of the showers. And it was just sitting in the shower. It was really weird. But, yeah, online, on TikTok... Probably the craziest one was kids were stealing projectors out of the classroom and stuff. (laughs) And so TikTok, I would say, is not a very good influence on the middle schoolers of today. Yeah. I mean, that's not cheap stuff either. Yeah. Yeah. As a teacher, you need that stuff. So. Yeah. uh, I mean. And it's. It's funny, but. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, like, a lot of the kids, like, me and my friends, like, 
we would never do that and we know it's wrong, but when someone else does it and they're getting in trouble, it is really funny. Like, the one kid who stole the keyboard, the teacher whose keyboard was stolen, he was like, who took my stuff? And then he had to, like, use some other keyboard from, like, another class or something. And it, my friend was in that class. She said it was super funny. But, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's hard. I mean, maybe I'm yeah. lucky to teach kindergarten to fifth grade, but some of the yeah. fifth graders even, like, they... Yeah. They say some gross stuff or do yeah. some gross stuff and do things that are a little more mature than they should be. Yeah. And a little scary. A little scary. Yeah. <laughs> middle school is crazy. There's a lot of vaping at my middle school now. Yeah. Well, actually not. Some of my fifth graders just ago. got suspended for that, actually. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years old. Kind of crazy. You know, it's funny. Um, one of the kids who was most well known for vaping is the same kid who got suspended for devious licking the stuff out of the bathrooms. <laughs> so devious I, licking. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm very surprised that those two are correlated, but yeah, yeah. same honestly. But it is Rip. funny because it's sort of whenever me and my friends see those kids in the hallway, we say. Yo, it's the devious liquors. <laughs> and it's sort of like, we sort of get to make fun of them for it. So they get their comeuppance. Yeah, that's fair. It's not, yeah. it's not cool to destroy your school, kids. No. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. So, here's my mom again. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Uh- all right. All right. I've got a cool kid, right? Sorry we got a little bit off on a tangent about TikTok devious licks there. <laughs> I didn't know it was called Devious Licks, and that's kind either. of hilarious, actually. Yeah, you can, so. you can Google Devious Licks, and, like, <laughs> news stories will come up. And if you go, if you are um, security lax enough to use TikTok and search the hashtag Devious Lick, a bunch of these TikToks <laughs> will come up of kids who have stolen stuff from school. It's kind of awful. Yeah, yeah, a, that's bad. One video that I meant to show you, but I don't think I did yet, Mom, and... It's this video of this kid, and a lot of the videos start with the kids unzipping their backpack to show what's inside, but they deviously licked from school. And this kid, it shows him opening his locker, and he unzips his backpack, and nothing's in it. Then he backs up, and the camera reveals, like, about five lockers, just like a set of lockers, on the sidewalk outside of the school. And that's the craziest one I've seen. Yeah. But I'll have to show you. It's crazy. Yeah. Kids do the darndest things. No kidding. That's so true. So when you were talking about security, it made me think about passwords. Have either of you told your significant other oh, God. that you use the same password for everything? Yeah, you um, know, Katie, you go first. I use variations on the same password, uh-huh. and yeah, it's not good. I also like... I think it's more so, like, the sites that I use that are not safe. I literally, right. like... Okay, so, Jonathan plays... I don't even know which one it is, because I always get confused between the two, but WoW or LOL. I don't even know which one he does, but mm-hmm. he plays... I think it's World of Warcraft or League of Legends. I, I think it's League of Legends, actually. I lied. Mm-hmm. It's League, yep. Yeah, it's League. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I, I have never played either, so I don't know anything. I play, like, a lot of, like, single-player games. I don't like multiplayer, multiplayer games. Like, I'm a 
Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley kind of girl. Yeah. And so my whole life I've played Neopets and like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like not ashamed at all. Like I will, I would die for Neopets. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Neopets has zero security. Like it is extremely, extremely insecure. And I still play it and will play it every day. And Jonathan is like extremely upset about it. And I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... That's probably my best example of just, like, being, like, implicit to, like, lack of security and being okay with it. And yeah. Jonathan being very, um, you know, shameful of it, so. Yeah. Well, Peyton, I forget what it was. There was some username and password combination that he had that I had to enter in. And his password was some godforsaken 15-digit monstrosity. Yes. And I was like, I, I mean, I got a little angry. I was like, I am not typing that shit in. Yeah, yeah. You get over here and you figure out how to put that into my phone. <laughs> and he, he had to manage it. But he feels better that way. It's almost like his security blanket, feeling like he's doing things the right way. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Brent's, yeah, I, oh, go ahead. Brent's password for his phone is at least 20 to 30 characters. And no. It's ridiculous. Because, like, he'll type <laughs> no. it in wrong all the time. And it oh, my God. 20, it takes him 20 minutes no. to get into his phone. I'm like, how no. is this? What is this? I That's couldn't. amazing. It is. We, it's insane. No. We were watching... Jonathan. Oh, go ahead. We were watching a oh. YouTube video yesterday. It's that Matt's off-road recovery, the Utah tow truck driver who rescues tourists who get stuck in the salt flats and he has like two or three guys that work as cameramen for him and follow him around and record him in his little jeep rescuing these rental vehicles that people have driven out to the tourist spots in the salt flats and get stuck and the guy who was running the camera was holding his phone in front of the camera because he wanted to take an extra picture on his iphone and he typed his passcode in, probably because the phone, the camera was in front of his face or whatever. It didn't do face ID, so he had to type in his passcode. Then Payton's sitting next to me, and he's like, oh, did you see that? That guy just typed in his passcode on the YouTube video. Not smart. Not smart, my dude. And I was like, who's going to figure out which cameraman this was and find his phone and unlock it for what nefarious purpose? Like, you know. I mean, that's awesome. I understand being careful, but it, it's yeah. just a li- it's almost to the yeah. point of hilarity with these guys who like take security to the, to the next step. Well, I think because they do have that deeper perspective of how vulnerable some of this stuff is, it probably is much bigger in their minds and maybe that's they're true. right. I don't know. I don't no, know. that's but true with identity on identity movie. theft and stuff. But also, I mean, I've had my credit cards hacked like four or five times already they give you the money back it's not a big deal mm. true i don't know yeah Katie, I, you're right i'm I gonna play neopets right. until the day i die so. <laughs> yeah yeah f that <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> and i think the last thing that really irks me and you guys should tell me if if your guys do this too so his love for tech goes beyond tech Everything he buys or looks at or whatever, it has to be all the bells and whistles. So as an example, we were doing landscaping the beginning of the summer. So he had to go out to Home Depot and and buy, you know, rakes and trowels and all that stuff, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. All I wanted was normal, normal gardening tools. He comes back with all of this crazy stuff. Like he got this rake that you have to extend the handle out of and lock it. And then you can adjust the width of the rake at the bottom, but it's totally impossible to work with. I'm like, what the hell is this? I just wanted a rake. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> he came back also with like this, uh, weed puller thing. Like, it weighs like 20 pounds or small and like you have to push it down into the ground and then you push this lever down and then you pull this lever up and I'm I'm not 80 I'm gonna you know I can I can <laughs> bend over and pull a weed by hand and everything everything like that so yeah. it's like this the fancy is what matters not so much the practical <laughs> use of things right that absolutely drives me crazy Jonathan was like that about, like, literally everything. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. This morning, I tried to make us coffee. Like, I I have, like, a late start to my day on Wednesdays this year. And so I'm, like, making us coffee. And he has, like, a meeting. And so he's busy. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to continue to make us coffee because my, my meeting is in 15 minutes. And I want the coffee before my meeting. And I'm trying to make coffee in the Chemex, and he's like, it has to be this many grams. Like, he gives me an exact number, like 472. And I was like, oh, I already start. I already started to pour the coffee, and it was about a cup, so I'm going to measure a cup, and then I'm going to measure from there. And then he was like, I'm not drinking that coffee because oh, no. the measurement of the grams of water was incorrect, and I noticed a bean or two of coffee <laughs> was no. still left in the grinder, so you did not grind the right amount. And I literally oh, was like, no. fuck you, I'm going to drink that coffee uh-huh. tomorrow then. It's going to be in the yeah. fridge, and I'll drink it yes. tomorrow because it tasted... Yes just fine today oh my gosh i'm literally just like i cannot imagine being that particular about anything in my life anything right right i would not survive like i just don't get it so yeah no that would be that would be a hard way to live i you know i wish him luck (laughs) (laughs) i love it but i'm over here like just being okay with most things so yeah 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 (laughs) Um, Emily, do you have any examples of particularity or like, you know, bells and whistles, bells and whistles? Yes. I mean, the particularities that I live with on a daily basis are almost as surprising as the coffee (laughs) specificity. But when we're watching TV, you know, we've got these little kids in the house and their bedrooms are behind the wall that the TV is on. And volume needs to be adjusted pretty regularly because, you know, some shows are louder than others. Yeah. Peyton absolutely insists that the volume has to be on a number that's divisible by five. (laughs) So you can't stop if you're between like 10, you know, then it goes 11, 12, 13. You have to go all the way to 15. It has to be either at 10 or 15 or 20. Or 25, and if, like, I've kind of, like, tested the waters like a naughty child before, (laughs) and I've got the remote, you know, and I'm doing up to 15, and then I hit it up to 16, and if he's sitting where I can see him, he just slowly turns to look at me, (laughs) as if to say, you know you can't stop on 16, right? I mean, (laughs) it's just one of those things that, 
he, it's so important to him. He's got to have it that way. So I've just accepted it because I love him and I want him to be happy. It does yeah. seem trivial to me, but I mean, doing what you have to do to make your man's happy is important. That's so exactly right. Yeah. They're good guys. So we want them yes. to live their best life. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> I'm trying to think of any other examples and nothing jumps to my mind like that stupid number on the volume t- of the TV. I mean, Peyton, I feel like Peyton probably is a bells and whistles kind of person to some extent, at least. Thinking yes. about like the ham radio and and the phones and yes, he loves his tech gadgets. And anytime yeah. he gets anything new, even if it's like a new work laptop, he plays with it for hours. Super into all that stuff. It makes him so happy. Does that go beyond the tech stuff though? Like, if he goes and buys, I don't know, a coffee maker, does it have to have like all the crazy specs, or can it yeah. just make coffee? Yeah, yeah. Just no, let it I make coffee. Right. No, I don't think he can get anything plain and simple. I can't think of a single thing that he's gone out to get and he's just gotten the base version of it. You know? So yeah, maybe that that may be a systemic problem amongst these uh, tech tech geek types. I, I definitely think it is. Yeah. Even in renovating our house, I feel like everything has to have the bell and whistle and it's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a lot. Yep. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say about living with a tech guy? I'm trying to remember if there was anything else that we touched on before we started recording. But there was it was so funny to hear, to really talk to you ladies for the first time and hear that we have so many commonalities. Yeah, yeah. With these so wonderful many men of ours. Common complaints, rather. Yeah, <laughs> common complaints. No, literally, Jonathan just came out here, angrily typed in his password again for, I don't even know, he's just upset because it keeps going to Screensaver and I'm not touching the mouse. I shouldn't have to touch the mouse no, and type in a 30, a 30 no. character <laughs> password. Okay. I should not have to worry about that. And listen, listen, if I have to, it's not my fault, it's his. So Thank I, you. I also am annoyed right now, so thank, thank you, you for giving me fodder for your podcast, Jonathan, while I'm doing you a favor. Yes, and while you're giving Jayfan a hard Christ. time about this, <laughs> we had this conversation up on the couch, Peyton and I, before we came down here. He said to me, and I quote, now once in a while you're going to have to touch the trackpad to keep the laptop from falling asleep. And I looked at him and I said, excuse me, can't you go into the settings and turn that screensaver off? And he was like, well, I can, but... And I just gave him the look and he was like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Listen, maybe it's from years of experience, but like, that's a good spouse, okay? Yes. I haven't... I haven't made a spouse out of a small child yet. So um, I think maybe that's my next step. But I'm literally just like, don't be pissed off at me. Right. My computer, you can actually just sit in front of it and it doesn't save the screen. Right. So uh, maybe you should try it sometime. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't envy you, to be honest, starting off with a younger guy because... You know, my first marriage was awful. We divorced. And then when I got a yeah, hold of Peyton. they divorced. When I, got a, <laughs> when I got a hold of Peyton, he actually had been through not only years of maturing, but also a failed marriage. And so when he found me, I think there was a real true sense of, okay, this is amazing. 
she is so wonderful and I need to be able to bend over backwards to make her happy. And most of the time he does. And that's not something that you Mm. can teach a guy. He just has to kind of find it out on his own, which means when he does things that make me happy, I let him know. So, yeah. but did did you drop him on his head for him to figure that out? <laughs> no, Is I that think it, the key. <laughs> unfortunately, I think it was the failed relationship and the years yeah. of feeling lonely mm. and feeling like he was never gonna have a partner as God. wonderful as I am. Pat myself on the back. I just hope I'm not a learning lesson. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ladies? Yeah, actually. So our house in the neighborhood, our house is known as the house that solicits divorce oh no so, no i'm serious like the first owners and the second owners both got divorces within like a few months of owning the house so oh good lord jonathan and i are hoping that uh you know our lack of marriage might help us in that situation absolutely so yeah 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 we'll see we'll see but i think he does have some stuff to learn from uh what i'm hearing right now so and <laughs> That may be completely unrelated to any kind of, like, tech-mindedness, because I do feel like, as a whole, with the relationships and marriage, people who have been through failed relationships, I mean, honestly, some people do have multiple divorces, and they seem to either have a broken picker, or Mm -hmm. just don't learn their lesson as far as, you know, their own worth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But age has a lot lot to do with it. But you and and Jathan can just mature together you may have to pull him along a little bit but he's a good guy i think you guys will be all right i mean listen i think that my 15 clams might be the reason as to you know why we might have a semblance of problems so (laughs) if he listens back to this maybe he can learn from 15 clams so you know are you ready for 15 clams so speaking of katie Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the start of the semester if you have 28 students, yes, and within three weeks, six of those students drop your class. Okay. And then two weeks later, another four students drop your class. Okay. And then one week later, three more students drop your class. Yes. At the end of the semester, can you really say you're a good teacher? <laughs> um... Well, 15 students taught is still a lesson learned, so yes, I can. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your 15 clams, Katie? Or your, <laughs> wait, what were you calling it? Oh, um, so this whole day I've been calling it Plenty of plenty Clams. Of, what is your plenty, plenty of Clams? <laughs> because, you know, Plenty of Clams is maybe relationship advice, and we've been talking about what it's like to be with a tech guy, so... Mm-hmm. My plenty of clams today is that it's okay to have a relationship with a person who has dual personalities. So mm-hmm. Jonathan, sometimes I like to think of him as uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So Dr. Jekyll, you know, really strange, laughing. He's farting incessantly. Um <laughs> Amazingly kind, um, but then Mr. Hyde uh, is angry, thinking about life as glass half full, and mm-hmm. unable to cope with his feelings. And as a teacher, I have to deal with students like that all the time. So, you know, for the most part, I can handle it. But I'm going to leave you with a story. Okay. One time, it was like maybe six or seven months into me moving to Colorado with Jonathan, and he was... Being the Dr. Jekyll for me. He was being very nice. I was telling him that I was hungry. It was during quarantine. 
And he was making me a bowl of ramen noodles. And I was very grateful. And he made this bowl of ramen noodles. He poured it into a special mug. The mug was from his aunt. We have like just two of them, right? Mm -hmm. He liked these mugs a lot. He was in the process of carrying the ramen noodle mug over to me. And due to like sheer temperature... The mug cracked in his oh, hand. No. Oh, God. <laughs> and the ramen noodles went everywhere. And oh. the look on his face was extremely Mr. Hyde. Just angry at life. Didn't know how to handle the situation. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'll help you. Don't worry. And I cleaned up his, um, you know, spilled milk for him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, the ramen noodles that were made for me. But he was extremely upset and couldn't get over the broken mug and the spilled ramen noodles. And... For my tech guy, that's what it's like living with him. Mm -hmm. Cleaning up the spilled milk. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't know if that's really a parallel to, like, you know, tech and coding and things like that. But if you, like, make a mistake, do you just, like, are you just, like, you know, done for the day? Like, did it take you that long to make the code that was supposed to fix everything and then just, like, failed? I really, I truly don't know. Because... You know, as a teacher, I'm just like, everything doesn't work. Like, literally nothing works. And, like, you just try and try and try and try until you're like, oh, my God, that works. So I can't relate in that way because it has to be glass half full unless the students are going to be, like, you know, failed that day. So it's really – it's hard for me to make a parallel for. But, yeah, do you guys experience that situation where – it's just uh, we try plan two or like plan B and plan B is just a failure. And then the entire day is just like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the entire day in Payton's case, but he mm. definitely gets in these grouchy moods. Typically when he's hangry. Mm. Oh, food is important. Yeah. Especially when you when you die by it. So <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. The carbs. Yeah. So I say that we have a touch of that here or also he'll dive headfirst into something without thinking it through or preparing, such as whipping a child's diaper off without thinking to check first to see if there's any poop in there. <laughs> We've had Touché. that happen a couple times. It's it's awful. Uh, yeah, Brent in general is a pretty even Steven kind of person. He yeah, does. he seems sort of mellow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has his moments where, like, if things aren't working, he gets pissed off, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not as moody as Jathan. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that yeah, Jathan is just a special. Jathan's pretty moody type yeah. of, of human. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jay's it's strange because too. I feel like I feel like women are oftentimes like tagged like un- unnecessarily and unjustfully with like the being moody, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. you know right. Um, partner. And I'm very very even keeled because mm-hmm. I'm extremely go with the flow, like to the point probably of a flaw, honestly. But um. Yeah, so I think I'm definitely that partner in our relationship, and mm-hmm. I'm always like, it's going to be okay. And Jathan is like, it's not. And I'm yeah. just like, okay, um, just wait 30 minutes and I'll talk to you later. That <laughs> like, even Steven is really important, because I'm more like Jathan too, where I can be pretty up and down, yeah. and it takes me a while sometimes to snap out of it. So having that even Steven to, you know, kind of even me out, is really helpful, so you rock, Katie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, perfect. Yeah, I, I, do, I do get paid for my patience for most of the day, but then right. some of the day I don't, so it's extra yeah. effort, but it's well, okay. Well, at, <laughs> at least those skills are already in your wheelhouse because you're hmm. equipped to help. You know, that's one thing about partnerships and how they work so well is that, you know, 
we do seem to balance our other hats yes, out. Yes. So that is nice. And that's one of Very the keys, true. too, is recognizing how you complement each other mm-hmm. rather than how you're different and that has to be a competition or forcing the other person to be like you. Right. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I guess, are we done? Yeah, this has been such a fun night, ladies. I feel like I've known you for years, even though we've only talked for an hour. I mean, shitting on our significant others um, really, really brings us together, you know? Yeah. I'm here for it. Well, they're, they're dead now, so I think now's right. the time. Right. This is more of like a bemoaning, you know? Yeah. yeah. Bemoaning session than we're, shitting on, I would say. We're in the anger mm. stage of the grieving process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not a celebration of life. It's a, uh, you know, complaining of life. And that's okay. Yep. We all need it sometimes. Yep. But for all their flaws, they are wonderful or we Absolutely. wouldn't be with them, let's be honest. Absolutely. Yep. I often say that I married Peyton so I would have my own personal IT help desk person. <laughs> and although I do use him in that capacity, he's also, you know, really and truly my best friend. And I think that you guys would say the same about your partner, so I'm. I think we're pretty lucky. Yes, uh, yeah. most of the time. Let me say disclaimer: most of the time, <laughs> once in a yeah, while, you know, I'm I get sure that. We get a little uh, cringy, but yeah. For how how young I am, I've known Jonathan for over a decade. So yeah, that's really cool. Definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Friend first and foremost. Yep, I love that. That's the way to go. Oh, you know what? I forgot shout outs too. Shout out to a mayor, number one fan. Oh, a mayor. And shout out to Bay, because I love you. Aw. I sure um, hope that um, the listeners have appreciated meeting the better halves of the men who host and co host this podcast. So thanks for listening. This sure was a great time. Of course, I never was. get to sit around and just drink whiskey and talk and have girl talk with women yeah. who have partners like mine. So. This has been a true yeah. highlight of my week, ladies. Thank you so much for yeah. spending the time to do this. And uh, hopefully we can hang and out listen. again sometime. I agree. Thank shout you. Out, shout out to any um, young person who plays a brass instrument. Um, you're amazing. <laughs> yep. French horn especially. Yep. The ear on you must be incredible. Yeah, so. she's amazing. <laughs> I'll have to keep you posted on her uh, travels through the... Uh, school district band program please do please do <laughs> all right then this has been sis administrivia i'm nina i'm katie and i'm emily see you guys later
never falling six feet deep. Keep falling, keep falling. Never falling six feet deep. I'm out for presidents to represent me.